You're listening to a sermon from the Open Door Lafayette. If by God's grace you find these sermons encourage your walk with and your love of Jesus, would you please consider giving to the Open Door? You can learn more about us, next steps, as well as how to give at theopendoorla.org. So let me begin uh, the uh, theme and the series this morning uh, by reminding us what uh, the the theme title is, Keep Your Lamps Burning. So important for us to understand the importance of the light that's burning within us. That's how it's so needed in the world today. So if you would turn with me our Christmas theme scripture for this series is Luke chapter 12, verse 35 through 37, as I read it. I'm trying to keep my distance from everyone today because I have a little bit of the sniffles. So please uh, bear with me just a little. Luke chapter 12, verse 35 through 37 reads, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. When he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And so this phrase at the beginning of this passage, keep your lamps burning, is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for being prepared, being ready for service, and being ready for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. As he spoke in those words, no man knows the day or the hour. Only God knows. And that he will come like a thief in the night. He'll come like a puff of smoke. And it's so important for us to be ready and to be burning for his return. So there's three sermons I'd like to share with us this uh, season. The first I'll share uh, during our time today of staying ready, keeping your lamps burning. Stay excited. Stay anticipating what God is doing. Anticipate the coming of the Lord. Know that he's coming quickly to remind us to be blessed Blessed are those servants who he finds watching, that we would be watching, that we would be waiting. So today I'd just like to talk about that very first verse, chapter 30, excuse me, chapter 12, verse 35, that reads, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. With the title of this particular message, stay ready, keep your lamps burning. Keep yourselves wrapped with truth. See, this particular passage here that Luke is sharing, this particular verse here is a backdrop of what the Old Testament tells us, of what God instructed Moses and instructed the people to do as they are coming into the temple. See, God instructed the priest to keep the fire burning at night in the tabernacles. The lamp is in the tabernacles is an oil lamp. And the priest had to pour oil into the lamp throughout the night to keep the light burning. 
And so as God instructed Moses, he commanded Israel, he commanded the people to keep the lamp filled with pure oil, which perpetually keeps the lamp burning in the temple at all hours, at all times, in all seasons, and in all situations. We see that in Exodus 27, verse 20 to 21. But maybe we ask the question, for what purpose, which you might ask. The simple answer speaks volumes about the Father's desire to be with us and should ignite our hearts. See, the first part of that answer is that those lamps would be burning, the lights would be on in the temple in anticipating of waiting for God, that God would show up, that God would be with us, that he would meet us at the center of our need. The second part of keeping that lamp burning, being ready, is that we would be ready for others. That as anyone came at any hour, at any night, with any situation, with any trial, the temple would be open. The light would be burning. And they would be able to commune with God. So the question for today is, are those lamps still burning in God's temples? In God's tabernacles. Are the people of God ready? Are the people of God girding up our loins? See, to gird up your loins meant to physically gird up your hips, your groins, your waist. By taking a material belt and tightening it secure to the cloths of the flesh and blood body. And it means in times of war to be ready for battle. See, in Bible days, the Jews were out of, wore out of garments similar to robes, a belt or a sash, a girdle. It was used to fasten the garment closer to the body. Otherwise, being loose, it would flap about and hinder physical movement, preventing work or preventing being able to run the race. And so we see an example of this in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 46, with Elijah. Elijah was being used of God to speak for God, to be challenged to people of that day. And so we see this in, in verse 18, excuse me, verse 46 of 1 Kings 18. And it says that the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. See, we see a girding of his garment, a tightening it around his waist so that he would be able to run effectively, that he would be able to outrun by the strength and the might of the Lord, the chariot of horses. We also see in, in the ESV version this very scripture, Luke 2, correction, Luke 12, verse 35, states it plainly, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. You never know when God wants to use you, when God has a plan. So stay dressed for action. To be spiritually ready for active service means to stay dressed 
in a way that if God said do something, you would be able to respond immediately. To stay ready for action means to stay prepared to hear and see God's commands and God's plans. That we would have eyes to see and ears to hear. That we wouldn't fall asleep and miss the plans and the purposes of God. To be ready for action also means to stay prepared to be of service for God's using and God's direction. That we would be an instrument for him, used for his being. And so the essential thought of Luke 12, verse 35, is that this command is figurative, but also spiritual. Applying to the inner man more so than our outward actions. That we would be ready spiritually, we would be ready internally to respond to God's calling. And so I'd like to share with us this morning three reasons to stay ready. The first one is to be sober. The second one is to, is to stand. And the third is to give an answer. If you would turn with me to 1 Peter 1, verse 13. One of the reasons to stay ready is to be sober. It says in 1 Peter 1, 13, Therefore, guard up your loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace of that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Rest your hope on him. Not on anything else. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. When we think about that word, to be sober, that phrase, you know, it's important to understand that the world is intoxicating. That there's so much in this world that can cause us to have an uh, seeming to be drunk, to be overwhelmed by the cares of this world, by the things that are going on, whether it's the information that flows out of all of the systems within our society, whether it's uh, the internet, whether it's having too much time on our phone, that can be an intoxicating overflow. <clears throat> and so the world is intoxicating. And our minds and hearts can become filled with all these other things that we can replace the truth of the word of God with so many lies. And so scripture is reminding us to gird up the loins of our mind and be sober. See that girding up the loins of our minds means to wrap it tightly with truth, with the truth of God's word. Let it be your strong tower. The Bible says the word of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. And so Peter is reminding us to wrap ourselves up in the word of God. Peter is speaking also in this passage to Israel. That there's so much going on that's being poured into Israel. The girdle here is true. Sound biblical doctrine. What will keep God's people thinking properly as she awaits Jesus' second coming? That he's coming back. And so her mind and heart should be tied down, not wandering about, but tied down and anchored in truth, anchored in the word of God. That his word would be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. 
And so we can remind ourselves and meditate on that lamp. So you can see where you are standing. See, a part of that lamp that God allows us to stand in is to see where we're standing and where we're headed. In Psalms 119, verse 105, it says this, Your, your word, Lord, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. See, we're able to take the word of the Lord and it will show us right where we're standing. We're able to have the word of God and it will show us right where we should be going. And so the psalmist is speaking on this very thing. Don't let the cares of this world make the word of God of no effect in your lives. Keep your eyes focused on him and let his word be a lamp into your feet and a light into your path. Spiritual readiness keeps the wick on the lamp wet. Studying his word and allowing his word to speak to us keeps the wick wet. Oh, excuse me, wet. For the burning to continue to occur. The oil climbs up the word of God. It's like that fuel that climbs up to the top of the wick. But if you don't put oil in the lamp, the wick will dry out and be harder to light. And so he's asking us to keep pouring the oil of God's word into the lamp. Let it stay moist. Let it stay wet. Not polluting the truth with the world's intoxication. Not speaking half truth. Allow the word of God to speak truth into us. And that be our anchor. That be our source, our light. The second reason to stay ready is to stand. See, it's important to understand we are, yes, we are in a dispensation of grace. And in this grace, you know, we can tend to think we don't need to stand in certain things and on certain things. But to be ready is to be ready to stand. And some of that standing is against the cares of this world. Some of that standing is against the wiles of the devil and all these things that try to cause us to fall. Look what Ephesians 6 verse 14 through 16 says. It says, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having showered your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. He's telling us to stand and be able to overcome all of these things that's going to come against us. That you may be able to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For you prepare yourself and make yourself ready with the truth. Not a truth, but the truth. The word of God is truth. And it is a, a continual process of staying girded, ready with the truth of God. But he speaks a little bit closer about another thing here. In verse 16, in this very same verse, it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith. See, faith readies us to be able to quench all the wiles. Not some, but all the fiery darts of the wicked one. 
This visual is a shield that's wide enough to cover your whole body, everything, every situation, deep enough to prevent the, the penetration of any dark, anything that may try to come in, and agile enough to move across any terrain, faith. Therefore, the molding of it must begin early and often, the radiating of our faith, the growing of it, that will help us to be able to stand against all of the wilds. Let me give you a visual. See, this visual is a shield that's wide enough to cover your whole body, deep enough to prevent the penetration of any dog, and agile enough to cross any train. And so the question is, is your faith wide enough to cover all the areas of your life? Or is there some areas still uncovered? Is there still something that if it was to happen to you, if you were to be dealing with it, would you be able to walk it out in faith? Is it deep enough, strong enough to withstand the deepest of hurts? The loss of a loved one. The rejection that can come in this world. Is your faith deep enough? And is your faith agile enough, flexible enough where you will move according to his direction? Or are there still things that you wouldn't budge on? And say, Lord, I'm not going to do that. Is your faith agile enough? See, unfortunately, in this world, we all will be touched at some point. To answer that question, is your faith wide enough? Is it deep enough? Is it agile enough? Is it trusting in the Lord no matter what it may look like? If not, then ready yourself. Gird yourself up. Because the reality of it is the battle's coming. We only seen a little bit. It's only just a scratching of the surface. And so he's reminding us to be ready, to be able to stand. Gird yourself up in truth. Walk by faith, not by sight. Sight gonna blow your mind. See, the problem often is that we think we have so much to do that we don't let God do it. He's reminding us to let him do it. Let him to be the light. Let him be the one that pours that oil into the lamp. Let him be the one. See, Psalms 18, verse 28 through 30, shares that very message with us. It says this, For you will light my lamp. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop. By my God I can leap over a wall. As for God... His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. 
See, it's not our battles, he is. He's encouraging us to be reminded of that. That he is the light of our lamp. He will enlighten our darkness. And he will give us the strength to run. So we stay ready to be sober. We stay ready to stand. We stay ready to give an answer. First Peter 3.15 tells us this. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer. To every man that asks of you a reason. Of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Did you think about that? Be ready to share the truth of the gospel. Because none of us know when Christ is most surely coming back. But he's coming. He's coming. And so be ready. It's just like the lamp having oil in it. The oil continues to rise to the top so that the wick can be lit. Don't just stop there. Having your lamp burning. Someone will be drawn to the light. See, that's such a key aspect. They will come. Will you be ready? Because you are the tabernacle of God. I hope you got that from... Even in the Old Testament, Exodus, when he, when he gave Israel that command to keep your lamps burning in the tabernacle. See, Scripture reminds us in the New Testament that we are the tabernacle of God. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's so important that our light shines, that it burns brightly. See, you're burning day and night is beneficial for the world today. Let me conclude with this. You are God's light in this world. Stay ready. Protect your heart with the truth of God's word. All of it, not just some of it. Not that he's just coming back, but that he'll keep you in the midnight hours. He'll keep you in today. Keep your lights burning and excited for him. Here's what Matthew 5, 14 through 16 tells us. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. See, people need to see Jesus on the earth today. The light of Jesus burns brightly in you. And so be ready. So you won't have to get ready. 
and miss all the plans and the opportunities that God has for you. See, he's telling us with this girding our loins is to stay ready. No man knows the day or the hour. Stay ready. The trials and tribulations are going to come. Stay ready. Because God wants to use you so that someone else would see the light. And there's so much in this world that can intoxicate us, take our eyes off of the plan, and cause us not to stand. See, most are not going to be going to hear your words. They're going to see your actions. Are you trusting him? Are you standing in him? And are you ready? To give an answer. Not to give all the biblical truths from generations to revelations, but to give an answer of the hope and the glory that's within you. And then the answers of Genesis to Revelations will come out. Because we're allowing the light to burn brightly in us. Saints of God, we have so much to be thankful about, so much to glorify God about. Let us let it burn brightly for all the world to see. I guarantee you that will glorify God. And they'll come drawing to the light. Let it burn brightly in you. Keep your lamps burning.